Craig Tiley, CEO of Tennis Australia, joins us. We welcome him to the show. G'day, mate. How are you? G'day, Martin. Hope you're doing well. Well, yes and no. We're still struggling here with the news during the week that there's no ASB Classic. It's just one of these sports events here in New Zealand because it kicks off the year. It's such a good buzz and a good vibe and things. And and we're sitting here confused as looking at you guys thinking, heck, you can get a whole Grand Slam organised and we can't get this. Yeah. No, look, it's difficult. I know Cole Budge has done a great job trying to push to get the outcomes that we've all wanted uh, you know, having having tennis in this part of the world, be it New Zealand, Australia, is important for all of us. It has an economic impact. It has, a, and particularly under the conditions of the virus that we're and the infection rate we're in now, it certainly has a psychological impact as well. So, getting these events off, um, just as it was to call it is to us, is critically important. Yeah, look, Craig, just describe then, because look, a lot of New Zealanders fly over for it. It's A, it's so close. B, it's just you get the absolute creme de la creme of sport and you can see it. You're up close and personal. It's a fantastic tournament. So, so friendly. It's just great hosting and a brilliant venue and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. How important is it to not only sport in Australia, but to everything that happens in Victoria that you kick off the year with that tournament? Well, we, it's, it's, it's critically important, and that's why we're working very closely with the government, who's been very good, and we're behind the scenes making things happen. Um, the most important thing is, obviously, you've got to protect the, protect the community and the safety of everyone and, and, and ensure that you have um, a situation set up where you know, the players can move freely amongst themselves and, uh, and they're not going to impact the community, and the community's not going to impact them. So, so creating an environment where you can do that, but there's no question the Victorian government, the Australian government have given an indication to us that it's critical for them to have the event and hopefully lead an event as well. And, um, and, and they, you know, they see it as, as a boost to the economy, the launch of the year, the return in some form or to sport and entertainment that is, that is global. You know, we've had a fair, a fair bit of national sport, which, which works well, and the AFL and NRL have both done great jobs with, on delivering their events and uh, their, their, and their games. And, but now this would be the first true, true global sport that could come back that, you know, that, that's showcased in every single nation and broadcast across the world. So, so it is important, and that's why we're very confident it's going to happen. And uh, we've got a system and processes set up to make that. Every player that comes in from overseas has to quarantine for two weeks. But working with each of the state governments, that quarantine uh, will be developed in a, in a training bubble where they can train um, and stay in their own bubble um, between the hotel and the courts. And, uh, and then once they come out of that, then they'll be really a free member of the community and uh, be able to compete normally. But uh, it's a bigger commitment from the players to come earlier um, so they can do that two-week quarantine. Craig Tiley, Tennis Australia CEO with us. And we're sitting here, I'm writing all kinds of things down. So you're not a Peter Volandes. You're not personally bulldozing this through. What I got from that is that the government, the government both local and, and central, is fully supportive of this. Was there ever a chance or ever a question of it not going ahead from the government? Not at this point, no. Um, the governments have all been very good here. I mean, and obviously their, their first priority is the safety of the community that we've been in very tough lockdowns, as is New Zealand. But then you have to have a plan to come out of it. Um, and and, this, and we've, we've, we believe we've sold into governments that we have a plan in partnership with them. And, uh, and, and obviously we're going to meet all the protocols that they, that they put forward with us. But um, if the relationship stays strong and the desire by the governments to make sure we have something that can showcase the country and the cities and the, and the states and, and to the rest of the world and bring, you know, a, a, a group of, you know, top world-class athletes into the country, they, they're going to do everything they can to make it work. But safety is a priority. But no, there's been no, 
there's never been a, a thought that we're not going to have the event. Um, now, obviously, if there's sudden drastic spikes and the entire country goes into lockdown and people can't come into the country, that's a different story. But we, we have about, I think it's a 6,000 limit per week of people coming into the country. But, but our plan, we're going to be bringing in over 3,000 athletes and their teams uh, from around the world. And, and our plan is that uh, that number will be over and above what the limit is. So we don't ever negatively impact Australians trying to get home. That's a reasonable size bubble, though, isn't it? 3,000 people. It's a big bubble, and that's why it would be spread across the country um, and uh, coming to different cities on the east, and, east coast and, and hopefully potentially the west. But, but we're still working through all those options. And, but I can say every state government's been really open and helpful, and as has the federal government. And, and uh, the, uh, the political lines between two parties has been very, very hazy. Uh, it almost doesn't exist in these conversations, which is great. Craig, so, so just in terms of spectators, and I know that this is a sold-out event, you just get hundreds of thousands of people through. Obviously, that can't happen. So how does that affect yeah. your bottom line, and, and does the government step in and help you with that, given the fact that the tournament is obviously so important to Australia? Well, it is important to Australia. We're completely independent of funding. Um, the, but the, the, the positive that we have is we, you know, we don't have any debt as an organisation, so that's certainly helpful. And, and we did build in a cash reserve over the years, which was to protect us in the event of a catastrophic uh, circumstance like we currently have now um, with, the, um, with the pandemic. So, um, but uh, absolutely, you know, we're going to have compromised revenue streams because we're not going to have the ticketing levels or the hospitality levels we used to have. We're not going to have the international visitation. It'll be primarily Victorians. Hopefully there's a trans-Tasman bubble built up so it can also be Mm. New Zealanders Mm. by the time we get to January. Um, And we're going to go on ticket sales next month and it's going to be a ballot system. So anyone's interested in buying a ticket can go into a ballot because we expect to have hopefully 25% of what we've had before, which is still significant. And uh, anyway, 820,000 people through the gate last year. So um, 25% that is still a really good number for the stadium. Interestingly, the French Open, which just is about to conclude this weekend, they were allowed only 1,000 people in per day. So very small percentage, but still it was something. And um, and then we'll just uh, make sure that the community is protected. We've got a great technologies for contact tracing and, uh, and very fast turnaround testing results. And so we're going to put technologies in place that are hopefully going to be world leading in the future for sport and for entertainment because as an industry if we don't flip to these opportunities right now the industries are going to die because uh, this is not something that's going away tomorrow it's going to be around for a while so do you plan a couple more questions we'll let you go it's fascinating listening to you craig craig tyler tennis australia ceo do you plan for a covid case or two that that will happen with the three thousand people coming in i mean you must have contingency plans so i suppose the best plan of action is to say this is going to happen how do we deal with it yeah absolutely we're planning on it i think the uh yeah one thing that is certain is all the uncertainty and uh right and i think we're gonna we're gonna continue to know uh have contingencies and variables in place that we can manage that but you know bringing three and a half thousand i mean today in in france or yesterday the infection rate was fifteen thousand across the country so if you get the french players come in it's very likely they could be uh they could be asymptomatic and um, and so or it's very possible, I should say, hopefully unlikely, but very possible. So what we'll do is there'll be small things like uh, players will be tested before they get on a plane. When they get over here, they'll be tested again, be put in a bubble, be tested regularly, stay isolated until there's sufficient enough negative tests over a period of time. 
and um, and that we meet the requirements that our medical teams. We've we've aligned ourselves with a global organisation that manages pandemics and uh, in Australia, and they will be um, be our partners on biosecurity. So uh, I don't claim to be the expert, so we'll have the experts manage it for us. And uh, and the, and absolutely, if there's a positive case, we'll quickly do the contact tracing uh, and do the the self isolation. And uh, the positive is though, unlike the other events, is players will do that in that two-week bubble. So when they leave that bubble, they'll be fine uh, because they would have passed the, the period where, um, of incubation of the, of, of the virus and, and they would uh, be testing negative consistently. So they'll be like us normally in the community. And, um, and they won't be then, like in other events, defaulted because they've tested positive because there'll be plenty of time for them to go through that, um, that, that quarantine period. So, so that's a positive us in all our events. And but you know, it's uh, Martin. It's, it's it's really difficult, and I'm sure the um, ASB Classic considered this as well. Is that it, it's a balance also between the safety and 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 having the opportunity to bring players in, but then also the economics and and sports and entertainment. We rely on two things: we rely on mass gatherings and international travel, and those are the last two things that'll ever come back in a pandemic. So we can all be hurting for a while, and every all revenues will be down more than 50% so costs have to be reduced as well and you're seeing that in sport across the country and across the world so we won't be any different but we're fortunate we've only had to reduce our workforce by less than 5% and and we um and we've kept jobs whole we've been in a strong financial position historically and we've got a plan to come out of this but our plan's 36 months it's not uh, you know it's not just uh, just next year so we've got a plan all the way through to 2024 you must live with your cell phone just absolutely gaffer taped to your ear at the moment. You must have the most fluid life. Whatever happened? No, that's not. Uh, uh, changes. Oops. Uh, no, hang on. Five minutes ago. No, 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. You poor bugger. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I mean, I, I, obviously I feel worse for people that are on the front line struggling with this virus. Sure. But we're, just, we're just trying to put on an event that, uh, that, that, you know, I think the one thing we can have is can really positive. I mean, even the conversation you have with, um, with your listeners, it's a, it's a, you know, when you start to talk sport... Oh, mate, the, the mood lightens. You can yeah. feel it, can't you? You know? It, I mean, that's what happened with Super Rugby Aotearoa here, Craig. Look, it wasn't just so yeah. much the rugby. It was people all of a sudden after being in level four. Well, we can get out. We can talk to people. We yeah. can... St- yeah, all of that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know, we natural. I mean, human beings, we, we have this natural instinct to want to control things. And when we cannot, our anxiety goes up. And, and then we live... In, you know, then it's horrible being in isolation and in lockdown. So, yeah, so... And sport... Sport generally is a, is a language, and uh, you bring sport and, inter- and entertainment back is the people's spirits get lifted, and and we can look at it no differently. So we our sporting events can be much more than just that. It's going to be it's going to be about supporting the local farmers, supporting the local restaurants, supporting the local tennis coaches, um, supporting the local artists, the local musicians, and we're going to create a platform, a global platform for all the all those all those groups to to um, you know to really expand and to showcase. Uh, what they can do and we've got a global platform to do it so hopefully that helps make the economy more buoyant and the attitude and and our just general psyche better so that's why i t- the role i take in a leadership position is just i look at my responsibility is finding every possible way and have to push people to do this because otherwise they're not going to get there to make this thing happen because when it does happen and it'll happen with some criticism and and there'll be the naysayers as there always is with everything but we'll get it to happen it'll happen when it's finished, everyone's going to feel very ecstatic about look what we accomplished. So it can be done, and uh, and that's how I look at it. So, um, so unfortunately, it puts a lot of pressure on people to make that to deliver on that, including mm-hmm. governments. But sure. 
but you know what? If you don't, then uh, oh, yeah, we're that's just all going to accept. Um, what are we? What are we? Craig, fantastic talking to you. Tennis Australia CEO Craig Tiley with us there.